Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Just a quick note before we get started that this is part of our Blast from the Past series, where we celebrate one of the incredible women in tech from our archive. And if you're a new listener or you're just looking to be inspired, dig into the back catalog. There are literally hundreds of stories to choose from. Enjoy the episode. It's just a matter of like you and your head handicap yourself and think that, oh, I can't. But it's totally. like, no, it doesn't matter what school you went to. It doesn't matter, you know, what background you came in. You can do anything as long as like you kind of get out of your head and say that you can't. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. This Women in Tech road trip is powered by Kia Nero Touring. Yes, Kia provided us the most fuel-efficient, comfortable car to be our mobile podcasting studio as we drive state-to-state Los Angeles to New York celebrating Women in Tech featuring them on the Women in Tech podcast. First of all, it has cooled seats. It has the most silent AC. You can't even hear it. I leave it on load during the interviews and it is perfect. No disruption at all. You have fuel efficiency because it's hybrid. It comfortably stores all of our stuff and there's three of us in this car with a ton of backpacks and mic gear and video gear. The Kia Neuro Touring is phenomenal. Simply could not be possible without Kia. A huge thank you. Enjoy the Women in Tech road trip series. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast. (laughs) I am in like Marble, Arizona or something with Canyon, Marble Canyon with tons of of rocks around me in a Chevron gas station and out of all places to meet a fabulous woman in tech. It is here. I saw an escape van that I was originally going to get for my road trip and it was had a really cool paint job. And then I saw and I saw that escape van in uh, Grand Canyon and then I saw it again here in Marble and I was like, that's awesome. Can I see inside? And it turns out that one of the drivers of the escape van is a woman in tech. And I was like, can I interview you? And so she's super dope and just is sitting in the Kia now. For the mobile podcast yes, interview. <laughs> Hello, Brie. Hi. So, Brie, okay, first of all, tell me about this amazing van that I spotted you in. Well, it's a funny story. My husband's turning 30 this year, so oh, we were like, what do we want to do for his 30th birthday? We wanted to rent a van and travel as far as we possibly can for a week and a half. That's what we've taken off work. So we so looked cool. at Juicy was an option, but... Um, we weren't just keen on, you know, the yeah. green and blue or the green and purple. So anyway, right. we found this van and, you know, again, you don't get to pick it, but we found we landed this awesome, pretty, pretty cool looking van. <laughs> I It's it's so cool. And it's even cooler to me because I got to meet you because of the artwork <laughs> on the true. van. Um, so tell me, what is, what is your, you know, identity in tech? When did you become a woman in tech or I guess a girl in tech at one point and then transform into this powerful woman in tech? 
Yeah, it's a funny story, actually. Um, I, I've been in, I've been in my company or in tech for the last three years. Um, I originally started off in recruiting, which is kind of right. ironic. Um, I had a degree in HR and from recruiting, you know, you just kind of network with a ton of people. And from there, I've kind of landed into this project manager role. And, um, that's kind of my, in a nutshell, short history, but it's just been an incredible journey, honestly. Um, amazing company to work for and when, amazing experiences. When did you learn how to be, what did, when did you even learn what a project manager was? <laughs> yeah, that's really funny, actually. When I was um, in recruiting and I was trying to get into project management, I was like, do I need to get a degree? Do I need to get a credential? And then I started realizing, well, you can be a project manager in any kind of field. Right. You just need to be an expert in that field. Yeah. Um, so I'm a project manager in marketing communications. And that was something kind of I did on the side um, as far as like, you know, helping my friends like with like their marketing setup for their like small businesses. Oh, interesting. And so, um, and it happened to be one of the teams that I was recruiting for. So just, you know, through the network of people and just yeah. kind of through the, my knowledge base, I was able to jump into a project manager role. So I don't think you necessarily need a, it's more so about being an expert in the the field that you're going yeah. to project management versus like an actual credential for project management. Like if I wanted to go into project management today um, in tech, uh, like what, what would my initial say? Like, am I going to a school? Am I like, what am I, what do I do? Am I reading a book? I mean, honestly, I feel like, I mean, there's tech is such a vast word also. Yeah. also. So if you wanted to go into a project, project manager role in software, obviously having a software like underlying understanding right. would be so most people, you know, get like a credential in software, right. whether it be computer science or, you know, and some like my husband, perfect example, he's been somebody that, you know, has gone into software and then from there is wanting yeah. gone gone into like the product side because it's like he has that knowledge base. Yeah. And then you can kind of take your skill sets and kind of apply other other places outside yeah. of just that original career field that you sought after. Yeah. Sorry, I know this is not about him. but No, no. I, listen, it actually is about him. And here's why I think it's about him, too, is one thing that's really important to me is that I notice in the industry of women in tech or even girls in tech, it's like uh, women versus men. And I mm. wish it was more collaborative sure. because I feel the more that we support one another, the more we celebrate one another, yeah. the more we accelerate together. So I and, and one important question all the time to um, the amazing females who are are married or who do have children or something it's like how do you be that powerful woman in tech and be a great wife and be a great mother and I think these are things that we struggle with because sure. as women we're you know going back in time we're the caretakers we're the ones that want to make sure the home's comfortable but now that we're career driven as well it's trying to find that balance sure absolutely I mean I think at least being from the Bay Area, I think there's a lot of companies that have a little bit more like policies in place. Yeah. For instance, I think Netflix is one that has, you know, the year long maternity leave or they have daycare offered yeah. that, you know, help women make those decisions. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, for women that maybe don't have those opportunities, I think that it's just finding, you know, whatever the partner that you're spending yeah. the, your life with. I think yeah. that's really kind of like the biggest you know, peace is like making sure that you, I mean, I don't have kids, but my husband and I have definitely talked about that. And it's on, honestly just, okay, well, how, how do we, how do we balance this and how do we both yeah. fulfill our needs as far as like where we want to get career wise, totally. but also taking care of like, what's our priority. You know, we we've decided we wanted to have kids. Right. So, you know, how do we make sure that happens in totally. a timely fashion where me, I don't feel like I'm sacrificing and vice versa. So how does your husband, I, and I'm really excited. I've never asked someone this question before, okay. but I am so excited about it. I, I'm excited because I have a really good friend that does this for me and it's new. And I'm like, this is the thing. How does your husband celebrate you? Oh, man. Celebrate I mean, you professionally, like as a woman in tech. I mean, 
That's interesting because I feel like it's not, I'm trying to, it's like we've definitely celebrated, but I don't think it's anything out of the norm. I think, for instance, like I recently got promoted and it was just like, okay, what do you want? Like, what do you want? And it's like, well, I wanted to do a big adventure to Tulum, Mexico. It's like, cool, let's do that. And so it was like, but I don't think it's necessarily just specific to, you know, my career, um, whatever, um, (laughs) promotion. I think it was just in general, it's like, you know, he sees me as a person that's accomplishing my goals, whether it be personally versus um, career driven. It's just yeah. like wanting to like kind of keep that momentum and like making sure that I'm it. feeling like rewarded and accomplished and vice versa I love it. too. I it's love like it. You're 30. It's like, cool. Like what, what should we do for you? What do you want yeah. to do? You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's like kind of like both of us like celebrating each other outside of I love it. not just career, but you know, just no, totally. I think it's so important to be celebrated and oh, to sure. not be afraid of that. And I think, like, it's okay to let men be part of our story. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, personally, I've never felt like, and maybe this is just upbringing or just the, my personal experiences, right. but I've never felt like left out because I'm a woman or I've never yeah. felt like, and I know that <laughs> I know there's too. a lot of people that feel that way and that probably goes against, you know, certain like mindsets and stuff, but I've never felt that way. If anything I've ever, if I've ever felt inhibited, it's mostly been like my personal right, right. experience or my personal fears for certain right. things, but it's never been because well, I'm a woman and I can't do that. Yeah. That's never been a feeling that I've had yeah. even in the Silicon Valley. No, I, I love it. Um, Okay. One last question. Okay. How do you overcome challenges? Like what's something like, I'm sure it hasn't been easy, Like, but I mean, is it easy for anyone ever? No. Yeah. So how, what's one thing when you're faced with a really challenging opportunity? Like I call it opportunity because it's a, it's a a way for us to grow or it's a a learn or whatever. Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you process it? How do you move forward past the challenge? I mean, I think first off, my biggest like handicap in, you know, with challenges is like in my head and like, yeah. can I do this? Can I accomplish right, this? Right. And then to get myself beyond that is just kind of looking around me and seeing, you know what, this is not just something that, you know, I don't need to be an Albert Einstein to be, a, be able to accomplish right. this. I don't need to be this like, you know, crazy, smart, incredibly, you know, educated person. It's just like, no, it's like I can take from the lessons that are around me or I can take from the experiences that I've gained and apply them. I think there's like definitely a baseline level of like knowledge for sure. But I think that in general, I just kind of have to get that stuff out of my head and just like anybody can do this. I would say 99% of the people can do this. It's just a matter of like you and your head handicap yourself and think that, oh, I can't. But it's like, no, it doesn't matter what school you went to. It doesn't matter, you know, what background you came in. I came from HR background and now I'm in, you know, one of the biggest marketing agencies, I guess, so to speak. Um, I mean, I work at Apple, but I mean, as far as like biggest, like marketing, yeah. like globally. And right. it's just like, you can do anything as long as like you kind of get out of your head and say that you can't. That's the thing. If yeah. you, we can only do what we believe is possible. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. How can people stay in touch with you? Um, are you on email? Twitter or Instagram I'm, or email? I'm on Instagram. I'm not that great. I'm not that interesting. Or email, whatever you're comfortable <laughs> um, with. But yeah. email, yeah, brie.cote at apple.com. Um, Can you spell Instagram, it for everybody? Yeah. yeah. It's bri.cote at apple.com. Or my Instagram handle is um, bri.cote. Um, I love on it. Instagram. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so <laughs> yeah, much. Of course. You guys, you have no idea. Like, Literally, Brie was like in this parking lot showing me the camper van because it's the one that I was going to get. And then she just happens to be a woman in tech. And that's how life happens. That right? is, that is, you that's just crazy. have to be bold and be like 
you know, brave and are and like, open. Com- yeah, and open to conversation. Yeah, let me with ask. Anybody. Let me ask you though. What allows you to be open? That's a really scary. I have people that are so experienced. They're CEOs of major companies, and they're afraid to be on a podcast because they're like, "What if I sound stupid?" Or I get this a lot. Foreign languages. Oh, sure. English is a second language. Yeah, it happens very often. My English isn't good enough. I'll sound stupid. Totally. So what? Like you're thrown into the middle of this thing, and you decided to say yes to an opportunity. Why? I don't know. I'm always just wanting to have different experiences. I think that's really what makes you a person, you know, and, you know, adds to your full like life, you know, journey. So that's kind of why I was just like, sure, why not? I didn't see any harm in it. And I'm not afraid, I guess. I don't know. That's cool. And there is no harm. This is one of the most powerful, positive pieces of content that I think (laughs) lives in our day and age. Thank you so much for spending time with the Women in Tech podcast. (laughs) Definitely, if you guys want to connect with more incredible women in tech, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group. That's womenintechvip.com. Women in Tech Facebook group. I made it that way so you guys don't have to go through all the one million Facebook groups to ask me which one it is. So womenintechvip.com. And I will talk to you guys, see you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you, the community. To support Women in Tech, if you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.